everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Marave. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hello. How you doing today, my pretty friend? Good. And yourself? Doing very good. We have another guest with us that I'll introduce yes. in just a second, but I want to uh, take a quick second to explain that we are taking a few weeks off during our March membership campaign, so please donate now, OETA.tv. It really helps us out. Yes. So while we were taking these couple weeks off, we decided, hey, we'll keep the, the podcast going and uh, pick a different couple movie subjects yeah. to talk about. So um, today we are going to talk about the local film scene here in Oklahoma. And our guest is Robert Reed. How are you doing today? I'm great. Honored he, to be on this podcast. Awesome. He is the producer of our Gallery America show here on OETA, yeah. and uh, which is a great show. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. It's a great show. Yeah. And um, he knows a lot about our local, uh, local film scene. So we thought we'd have him on today yeah. and just have a conversation about what's going on in film today in, in Oklahoma. It's changed right. a lot since I started at OETA in the 90s. Uh -huh. um, so, um, uh, Robert, if you want to take well, a now, second it, to explain. It started out really in the uh, early 70s. Uh, George Nye, you know, was lieutenant governor at the time, and he, uh, he got a bill passed that established the Oklahoma Film Commission. And, uh, you know, they were successful early on uh, in getting a few productions done in Oklahoma. I think Dillinger was one of the first films uh, that they produced under that. And, uh, you know, just it, it, it kind of languished, though, for uh, maybe 15, 20 years yeah. until the 90s. And, you know, they established the very first um, film tax credit. Uh, the the uh, the grant program and um, uh, it, we were the first state in the nation that did this, um, mm -hmm. but you know other other states saw exactly what we had been doing and they're like oh well we want that film business for our state too and they we've suffered through a, a sort of a bidding war with. Uh, Georgia, particularly, but the New Mexico yeah. and and uh, uh, Louisiana, other states have have uh, you know put in a bid, and and uh, Georgia's been very successful. Georgia's huge right now in the movie mm -hmm. scene. Yeah, yeah. You always see that peach at the end of a movie exactly. coming up. <laughs> That's <a logo>. right. <laughs> Made so in Robert Georgia. Reed, um, tell us a little bit about kind of where it's at right now. You know, we have our own soundstage now um, mm -hmm. in downtown Oklahoma City. Um, but yeah, just give us a little bit of detail about where it's where the scene's at right it's now. It's booming so much. I mean, during the quarantine, you saw all these productions still coming. You had all I mean, like fourteen films in twenty twenty. And it was closing down in a lot of places. Um, last year, they passed the Senate Bill 608, which upped the kind of incentive for taxes for people to come into Oklahoma and film here from $8 million a year to $30 million a year. So that's like four times the right. amount. That's that, awesome. And that means if they come here and they employ Oklahoma crews, you know, caterers, drivers, grips, um, costume designers, makeup, all the different parts behind the scenes, they get a rebate. You know, they, they get an incentive to do that, and Oklahoma is taking it really serious. And yeah. so you're seeing all this. I mean, we saw Minari in the Oscars last year. That was, mm -hmm. it was set in Arkansas, filmed in Oklahoma. Obviously, Martin Scorsese was here for – he was an Oklahoma resident with Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio and Robert De Niro and all these people wow. for like nine months. Right. I mean, they are Oklahomans now uh, filming Killers of the Flower Moon. That's going to be major. That, I think it's going to be later this year. Yeah. So it's booming. The opportunities for, you know, like Paramount Pictures or Netflix and series coming here is, you know, it's up to the point that we need to have a nickname for our film 
you know, scene? Is it the Oki Wood or, you know, what, what are uh-huh. we going to be called? Right. Right? We're that big that we need that. We're not we Bollywood. We're, we're Oki Wood, <laughs> okay. right? Uh-huh. Something. But, um, well, yeah, and, and it's just, it is. It's booming. And I, I mean, I, I usually try to get on the cruise freelance when they're in town yeah. and, work, and work behind the scenes and do some stuff. And, and it's always really fun to do that. And, and it's really fun to watch them work. Because, I mean, television is a little bit of a different animal. It, it, there's a lot of similarities, but there's a lot of big differences yeah. in how it's shot and, and the flow and everything. And so it's just really cool to get to see that firsthand and work on those. And so I'm, I love it that all these movies are coming into town. And, and well, tell us a little bit about this new soundstage. Uh, well, there's, there's a couple. There's Downtown, there's Prairie Surf. Um, Which and, I call the Myriad. I still call yeah, it. Out. Or the Cock <laughs> yeah, Convention Center. I never, right? no, I never even remembered that. It was always the Myriad. <laughs> right. The loudest right. concert I ever saw was at the Myriad, <laughs> ACDC, way back. Uh, but now it's a soundstage, you know, yeah. so they're going to be filming. Um, and one of the things that's going to be starting filming this year is Sylvester Stallone is doing a new series called The Tulsa King. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Now, originally, that was going to be called The Kansas City King. Ah. But Kansas and Missouri both don't have any tax incentives, so they were able to lure this kind of gangster that goes leaves from New York and moves to Tulsa, set in the 20s, I think, to be filmed in Oklahoma. So you have Sly Stone, Paramount Pictures coming. They're going to be filming some of that at Prairie Surf, which is kind of a, a makeover of the myriad into the soundstage. So you can get in, film, you know, block out the sounds of the city, and you can set up, you know, whatever kind of things, you know, uh, that you want. I'm not sure how, how much they've filmed there already, but that, that's one that's coming. Yeah. There's also another soundstage in Spencer, Oklahoma, just east of Oklahoma City, mm. former school. And it's called Green Pastures. I didn't know about that and one. They yeah. are uh, they have classes. My um my partner Kim Mott uh, works with them some, so I, I've 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 been able to go see that. They have their own stage set too. They're actually filming right now, and so huh. it's amazing they have this. And then there's a new um, stage set that the Cherokee Nation are building, and they just passed a tax incentive on their own for a million dollars a year. So there's this crazy energy for film. There's another, um, there's another soundstage on the uh, o- Oklahoma City Community College mm-hmm. campus. Yeah. that they, It's been down there for maybe five, uh, uh, six years. At least, yeah, I think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the uh, uh, producer, Gray Fredrickson, yeah. is now a uh, – he produced Godfather II, uh, produced, uh, co-produced Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. and, and uh, the, uh, produced The Outsiders. Outsiders, yeah. And uh, you know a host of other films, and uh, he he's a you know the head faculty member of that uh, of that program down there. Yeah, it's a really great program. We've had a lot of really good interns. Everywhere uh, you look, there's program. a new stand, a, a soundstage. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I mean, we just mentioned four of them. It's like crazy, crazy energy. I love it. And this is just the beginning. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. really going to take off. Oh yeah, right? I think so too. Um, especially with states like Kansas and Missouri. Not, I didn't know that that they don't have any tax incentives for. But, film I, yeah I, I, well basically if you look north of oklahoma all the way to manitoba there's none so i mean the plains is you know kind of a a flyover zone so to speak for right. for creating films missouri iowa doesn't have it 18 states don't have it wow, so that leaves that. 50 minus 18 what is that that's 32 states i guess with with these kinds of incentives and you know oklahoma just you know went up as i said from 8 million to 30 million a year yeah that means you have up to four times the amount of films if we have enough people that can work on them, right. uh, that could be coming here. And yeah. that brings all kinds of ancillary revenue to the state. You know, a crazy amount of money oh, and yeah. spending that comes with every film. It's really oh. good for the economy. Oh, yeah. So where does that put us with other states? Where are we at? But 
with them? Well, in terms of like how much is here, I don't know those numbers. I mean, you know, we're not quite to California yet. Right. I don't think we're quite to, to <laughs> Georgia yet or New York. Right. But what I like about it is um, one of the things about our incentive program is the minimum for a production is really low. So like Georgia, I think you have to spend 500000 on a project minimum, which is pretty low for a film, right. by the way. Oh, yeah. But ours is 25000 so when you see things like short documentaries or even short films that, you know, that in Oscars, so things with a lot smaller budgets, Oklahoma is open for that. So that is going to encourage a lot of different levels. You have obviously the, the big budget, but when you have like a Scorsese come with hundreds of people, that, that takes up a lot of your budget. So th- we have the ability in Oklahoma to have a lot of smaller films too, like Minari. You know, I don't uh-huh. know what the budget was, Minari, but that's not right. a big one. You no, know, it's it not, was. Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't. Well, now originally, now we're getting all the sound stages in, but mm-hmm. originally, uh, Oklahoma was attractive to uh, you know uh, producers because of our diversity of terrain. You know, you have the hilly and and mm-hmm. wooded areas out in eastern Oklahoma, but you also have the tall grass prairie. Mm-hmm. You also uh, little Sahara. You know, you yeah. can shoot desert scenes there. Um, really, we have, and the mesas in southwestern Oklahoma. So you really have a, a real choice oh, if yeah. you're if you're shooting outside. Oh yeah, and now with the sound stages, you have the indoor options as well, and mm-hmm. and um, the you know the sound baffling and everything you need to do that. And it's it's uh, yeah, it's just really becoming an incredible scene. Um, I'd like to talk for a brief second about the Dead Center Film Festival. Um, it's a really cool festival that started in Oklahoma in the '90s, I believe, late '90s, I uh-huh. think, and um, it's just a really cool festival that we have each year, uh, every year here, and I just want to let people know, in case they don't know about it, um, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, well, I went last year. It was actually the first time that I had been because I had been out of Oklahoma when it started, but I certainly had heard about it from outside of Oklahoma. And, you know, you have a lot of – it's based in Oklahoma City, and you have all kinds of different um, types of films at, at venues around town. And I, I went to see one at the Oklahoma City Museum of Art, which was an Oklahoma film, kind of a – a horror movie that was made locally. I saw an immersive film at Tower Theater that you put on those kind of, you know, what's that called? The, like the virtual reality. Yeah, virtual reality. Oh, yeah. It's uh-huh. terrible. I forgot. And I was suddenly in this Spanish documentary. Um, <laughs> and so it was international, you know, and so you have all kinds of uh, different things. So that's rising every year. That's a great film festival. And then you have smaller film festivals around the state too. Tonkawa Film Festival started during quarantine. And they have they focus on short films only in Tonkawa, and they brought in all these, I believe, even international filmmakers. But instead of having like a big parade or something like they might have at Sundance, they have a, a cow walk down the main street. <laughs> and the filmmakers thought they're just embracing kind of the kind of the rural uh, scene there, and the people that go love it. I went there last year too. So there's film film festivals appearing in unexpected places around Oklahoma, and that starts with Dead Center. Yeah. And then all these films and people are really kind of con- getting on board with this and coming up with their own events. I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I love the Dead Center Film Festival just because you get to see so much in such a short period of time. Right. You know, and, and it's just it's really just a, a cool thing. And you don't have to get a hotel room in Park City. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you can yeah. if you want. Or but Austin. it isn't going to help right, you. Right. It's not going to help Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, we, I just wanted to talk a, a couple, a little bit, um, a couple, a little bit, a little bit more um, about uh, the future of the local business or local film scene. I keep saying local business. Scene. Right. Well, it is. Business. It is business. Sure. It is business. It can be. I just can't get millions the words upon millions in, in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, where do we see it going from here on out? Is it just a 
is it just a growth here on out? Do we see it plateauing? Any, like, what have the other, what's happened in the other states? Do they eventually plateau, or is it just a endless climb? I don't personally know, like, how much, like, for example, a Georgia has grown. But obviously, it's to the point that they don't have a cap right. of how much they are willing to give rebates to people. And you see so many films and series with that Georgia peach at the end. So you oh, feel yeah. like that. They just are all on board with it. Oklahoma has the potential to do that for the diversity of the geography, as you described, for all the sound stages that you already have developed, the, the train crew that, that are here now that people can employ and get those deals. But um, it, it, you know, and then last year they went up by four, you know, yeah. how mu- how, four times how much they were willing to have come in. Yeah. So it really is how much Oklahoma wants for it. They do need to prepare themselves by having that crew. I mean, I think, yeah. Robert, you were saying about how much crew is required for yeah. some of these. Uh, Matt Payne yeah. with, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, Prairie Surf, he, uh, he was saying that what we have to do to be competitive, we need about uh, 15 to 20 crews of 200 people each to be set to take the kind of uh, business that we want to have in, Ocl- in Oklahoma so that's uh, about 3,000 people, 3,000 jobs right there just that are directly involved with uh, the film. That's not counting catering or right. uh, uh, transportation services. And, of course, all those people need hotel rooms and yeah. mm-hmm. who they have to dry eat. cleaning. Yeah, right. They have to eat in the local restaurants. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. It's a very and, specialized kind of you know, skill, too, because if you've not been is. on a film set, you really don't know what, you know, you have to learn, you know, walkie-talkie etiquette, right. know, how to speak on a walkie-talkie. It sounds simple, but right. they have to learn that and and when to shut up, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> right. it's got to be quiet. Yep. And if you don't know that, you know, you see people kind of going in and expecting one thing, but it's like a whole nother culture you have to learn. So, you know, if you can get that many people, that is that is vital to being able to accommodate. So people come, they have a positive experience. Because they're going to talk about it. If they're saving money to come to Oklahoma versus Georgia or New Mexico or California or Canada, they're going to come. You know, know, the the word of mouth will only help. So it feels like you have bipartisan support on this bill. They, they, they increased it four times. What will happen next? I mean, yeah. that, that's the question. It's over there on the Capitol. You know, yeah. are they going to go if they fill up that $30 million? Right now, Texas is capped at $45 million a year. Okay. They've already spent it all. Oh, wow. wow. So, wow. so some projects in Texas are coming into Oklahoma. So Oklahoma has the potential of, you know, you know continuing to grow without a doubt. On our old cap, we had filled up several times. I, you know, there were productions that couldn't participate because the money had already been spent so uh yeah with the the raising the cap that'll that's a vital step yeah yeah and the crews i mean the more movies there are here the more crane true you'll have trained crew you'll have here and um so you know the more people get to do it the more they learn and and you'll just again you'll just have more crews right so um well um is there anything else we're forgetting to ask robert reed while he's here with us um uh, no <laughs> what's well, coming up on gallery well robert birch you have a story because you've been on screen oh well and you have too yeah and uh, you uh okay so uh our experiences were very different uh <laughs> you were on a martin scorsese film of uh, the killers of the flower moon up in pawhuska right yeah, I beat up Leonardo DiCaprio in a scene. No, I did not beat him up. No, I, I did not. I was an extra on the film, yeah. I did not. Uh, I got to walk past him. It was uh-huh. a thrill of a lifetime. But uh, 
Uh, yeah, and then but yours. Oh yeah. I mean, well, now okay. Well, before we get, uh, we've been on the same film too. We w- that's true. We both uh, worked on Stillwater uh, as extras, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, I was cut completely from the film. <laughs> I also cut, so we can kind of bond over that. And, and by the way, this, you know, part of that is when you do these films, extras. All the people are in the background of the film that are kind of milling about and makes it, the scene feel real. Uh-huh. You yeah. know, those are almost all Oklahomans, right? Right. You know, and there's that casting agency here, that Fryhauser, uh-huh. and they are the ones that, that find people. And you and I, I don't know if you, Jeff, are on that list to do, uh-huh. be an extra. And they just put out, oh, we're looking for yeah. someone in their 30s that looks like a, a newspaper reporter or something like that. Right. And if you do fill, I do not qualify for that. I'm afraid. <laughs> but but um, then you, you know, you send in your photo and all this, and then they, you can get called and you, yeah. you get to be sometimes an extra, right. which in itself is a amazing experience. Yeah. You sometimes have to get there at 6 in the morning, uh-huh. get a, a cold sandwich, <laughs> and then and you wait around a lot, and then you, you know, then fill you out forms, action. you stand in line, fill yeah. out forms, you yeah. know, and yeah. <laughs> fill out some more forms. But, you know, we were, we both got to be extras on the film Stillwater, uh-huh. separate shoots, and that those scenes were cut. Um, I was on... Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. I got to do that an extra for a week. Uh-huh. Um, that was one of the thrills of my life, really, because I was really in the scenes, literally walking past Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese's in the tent looking at the footage there. The first AD is uh, a man named, um, oh gosh, Adam, I cannot believe it. his last name slipped my name. He was directing all these hundreds of extras on a train scene, and it was just a thrill to see these professionals work. These are people that do you know, tons of Oscars, you know, in the air, you know, and to be seeing that, I'm not supposed to talk about the scenes because they're very protective about it. Yeah. But yeah. when the movie comes out, I can point out where I, where I am. <laughs> if they don't cut it, I don't think I'll be cut this time, but we'll see. Now, you learn um, a lot really quickly. Honestly. My experience is a little different. Uh, <laughs> now, this was uh, one of the Graymark, uh, Gray Fredrickson's uh, productions uh, that was shot, and many of these are shot in Guthrie. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot, you know, Rain Man was shot up there um, and uh, several films. But um, this one, uh, is, uh, the title says it all. It's uh, Rat Apocalypse <laughs> Higher Mission in 3D, where nice. uh, it's a 3D movie where people turn into rats, <laughs> uh, starring uh, Starship Troopers Casper Van Diem and uh, uh, Catherine Oxenberg from Dynasty. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I came dressed to be a, a news photographer, uh, you know, so, so I show up and they go, oh, you don't look like a news photographer. So I've been doing this for 20 <laughs> years. What do you mean? I don't look, you know. <laughs> right. So they, they picked all the people that they wanted and they went in and then the costuming lady, I'm standing alone and the costuming lady comes to me and she says, do you have a suit? And I said, no. Five minutes later, here's a suit. And, and, uh, they, she brings me into, they had fixed the, uh, Egyptian theater inside the uh, Masonic Temple in Guthrie to look like the White House briefing room. And so there's the president standing up there, there's the medallion, there's the, you know, the, the podium. I mean, it looked great. And, uh, you know, all of the people in there at, with reporters, photographers, and um, the, the Russian director, these two Russian guys who are producers and directors of this film, uh, he sees me and goes, oh, you, you, you come down here. You sit right here. You are now U.S. U.S. Speaker of House. <laughs> okay, I got a promotion, you know. And we, that was at 6, uh, six o'clock in the morning. 
uh, by 9 o'clock at night, we're shooting a different scene, and now, even though I'm dressed exactly the same, with the same tie and everything, uh, I am a KGB agent. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, and we... Uh, uh, they the there was something happened something technical and the, the two directors argued in Russian for an hour before <laughs> oh, they wow. decided to go ahead and do it the way we were going to do it an hour before that. Yeah, so one was saying no, he is Speaker of the House. The other was saying no, KGB <laughs> agent. So they were able to find right. some kind of common right, right. right. That's why you got both parties. Oh, yeah, double agent and big pay that day twenty dollars. So, 20 bucks, yeah. 20 bones. It's nice to know where to go if you want to see Robert Birch 3D. The answer, <laughs> Ratpocalypse. Rat like yes, <laughs> it's on Amazon. We looked it up. That's right. 2D version is not worth watching. You no, have to watch the 3D. It's 3D or bust. Yeah. That's right. right. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. I, thank you guys for being here and, and telling these great stories. I had honestly forgotten that you'd done so many. Like, been in movies. I've, I'm always behind the scenes. I, I always forget about you guys have actually... Been extras in. We can get you in. We can get you in. Yeah. Can't get you out. Um, well, I just want to thank you guys. Um, again, Robert Reed, producer of Gallery America. Um, thank you for being yeah, here so thanks. much. Uh, we've really enjoyed having you on. Uh, Robert Birch, of course, as always. Hello. Hello. Um, all right. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash OETA dash movie dash club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.